You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined by Super Bowl champion Golden Tate of the Lions, who joins us on behalf of Hershey's Gold. This is Corporate Synergy, and we'll get there in a moment. Good to see you. What do you know about the man who's about to become your head coach, Matt Patricia, who's going to leave the Patriots after the Super Bowl? Well, I don't know. I don't know much. But I can I can t- state two things. One, the man has a great beard. He does. Regal. Im- impressive. Um, two, um, just about every year he's playing in the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl, and that's what I want to be doing. But on in, in, in NFC, so that's what I'm expecting from him. Um, I think we have an incredible foundation as far as like the ownership, the GM. Um, you know, uh, some really really good solid players uh, like like Stafford and Slay and Glover and myself, Marvin, Ebron. And so we just want to, we need to just be a little bit better. That's all we need. We're right there. I mean, we're, we're, we're winning games. You know, we've won nine, nine, nine more games since I've been here. We're right there close to the title. We just need to turn it over a little bit. Goldie, you've gotten uh, 90 plus receptions uh, from Matthew Stafford since you stepped there and into Detroit. But one thing you guys have lacked is a running game to help that balance to allow your plays that are given to you to be a little bit more efficient. You maybe get the yards after the catch because you, you get those one-on-one coverages. You win in the majority of the time, mm-hmm. uh, if not every time. Uh, what would that do to you guys' offense if you can find a, a running back that can consistently show up week in and week out to give you not necessarily 100 yards a game, but give you anywhere from about 80 to 90 yards just to keep you guys ahead of down the distance? You know, I, I, I wouldn't even blame the running backs. I, I really like the running backs we have. They're strong. They're powerful. They're fast. Um, and I, I really don't even have the answer why the running game hasn't been clicking. I mean, I look around, we have players all over the field. We just need to be, as 11 men, we need to be a little bit better. Um, and and I, I trust that Bob Quinn's going to bring in some some pieces to help us offensively run the ball a little bit better, no matter what that may be. I don't know if that's linemen, running backs, fullback. I don't know what it is. But um, if we can get to the 80, 80 to 90, 100-yard a game on the, on the ground, that's going to make everybody's job easier. We're going to win more games because you're going to be able to chew up clock. You're going to be able to execute the play-action pass so much more. That's going to clear it up for Stafford. Uh, we won't be as predictable. And you're and, yourself as well, running routes. Right, right. I'll get more one-on-ones. Uh, you have more safeties down in the box. It, it makes everybody uh, better. So uh, I'm rooting for it. And I think that's that's what we're missing to take the Detroit Lions over the top and be, you know, uh, owning our division uh, year in and year out. For whatever reason, Lions have not had a 100-yard rusher dating back to Reggie Bush on Thanksgiving Day in 2013. Crazy. It's been a minute, so you're overdue. Chatting with Lions receiver Golden Tate. He joins us courtesy of Hershey's Gold. We know so much of the analysis in a football conversation is going to come down to quarterback play. And I'm not expecting you to say Matthew Stafford does not deserve more credit, but how come we don't talk more about your quarterback? You look at his numbers. He's right there with all the other premier starters around the league. Um. You know, in Detroit. I mean, the, <laughs> it's a no major one, no city. One, yeah, you're not no in one, Siberia. Yeah, you're right. But no one's really, really respects Detroit. I feel like, and, and you see it every single year. And and I, but I also think that's just Stafford's personality. He didn't he didn't want any attention. He just wants to fly under the radar. Don't say nothing to him. Just let me go out there and play, play football, and have a good time, and just just love doing it. That's just that's just him. He doesn't need the cameras and and all that stuff. And so I think it's that that's partially it. But the guy definitely deserves more respect. Um, when when things are going bad, it's always going to be on the quarterback Stafford. And when things are great, it's you know it's going to be on Stafford. So 
it's kind of unfair, but uh, I mean, the guy's been performing since he's been in, in the league. I mean, he's putting up Hall of Fame numbers in my mind. I mean, yeah, he's throwing for right. 4,000, 5,000 yards every, every single conversation year. conversation the other day, so we're going to find out the new Hall of Fame class on Saturday. If you look at his stats, Matthew Stafford's on his way to the Hall of Fame. I mean, so that's one thing we did this year is we did milestones every Friday, every Friday morning, Coach Caldwell will put up the milestones for, you know, what you achieved last week. And because it's a big deal. I mean, guys, you know, reached their 100th game or in Stafford, he had paragraphs. And, you know, first guy to reach this record under 30, first guy to throw for this many yards. Every single week he has something up there. And, I mean, we can't, we can't take that for granted. Having a good quarterback is hard to find in this league. You might find a quarterback that can throw the ball, a, you know, a mile, but a lot of these quarterbacks don't have the mental capacity to go out there and execute and see these openings. And Matthew Stafford has it all. He's he's complete. I mean, if you put Matthew Stafford, you know, if you take away since I've been there, if you put him on a different team, I, I think you're probably talking about him a little bit more. And it's unfortunate to say that, but that, that's the truth. Well, well I, we know I, the reality. The Lions haven't won their division since 1993. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991. There you go. Well, let's put it in perspective. Then you also have number 12, that guy in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he plays good football and has his team in position to win that division somewhat every year uh, that he's in it. But Matthew Stafford numbers, I mean, you talked about his numbers. In 2011, he threw for 5,000 yards. Ever since then, he's putting up over 4,200 yards passing. And so, again, I think it's somewhat, especially, you know, we start doing our power rankings during the year and you start trying to figure out which team is, is the team that can actually be there in the end. And I think majority of the time while we're watching the Detroit Lions play, they play great all year round. I mean, offensively, especially. But when it matters most, like towards the latter part of the season, to determine their fate, winning the division, getting into the postseason, that's when it seems like everything starts falling apart. So when you start mentioning the relevance of a Matthew Stafford, I think in his case, it's about winning games, the games in which he wins, and the time in which he wins them, and what does it do for him, for this team to get him to the next level. But in the, from an individual accolade standpoint, I mean, his numbers are second to none, truthfully, at the end of the day. What do you think it's going to take for you guys to get him or even your team the relevance now, that it deserves? Because you have the talent and you're getting it done every week. No, no question. We definitely have the talent. We, we, and that's, we understand that. But, but let's also break this down. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, they had Brett Favre. I mean, legendary Hall of Fame quarterback. Green Bay Packers have been good for a while, and they had Brett Favre, and they were good then, Okay. Brett, Brett Favre taught Aaron a lot. Yes, he did. Aaron, Aaron came into a great situation, to be honest. That's what caused he had, him to win that championship. He had great. He had good players. He had a good system. He had great ownership. He had great GMs. He came into a, re, a very good situation. And Aaron Rodgers is, is is a great quarterback as well. He's a top five quarterback as well. But the situation that we deal with, that we, we're seeing when you compare Matt and Aaron, it's, it's totally different. It's nine day totally different. Last Which week. means his road travel is tougher, but he's playing even better football from a quarterback standpoint. And what he does, he's playing about as good, if not better. I, absolutely. I, I agree. And I, I have so much respect for Aaron Rodgers. And I don't want to take anything he's done away. I love what he's doing, what he's done in that organization. But you also got to look at uh, the other other details. You know, as far as I'm concerned, Matthew Stafford since in high school has been just been absolutely crushing it. But here's, the, here's a good question, because we have a tendency sometimes you know, when you start talking about greatness, what's the follow-up? T- championships. Okay. Exactly. So yeah. most will have the conversation, and when it comes to greatness, they will say, who's the best quarterbacks? There's only two they talk about, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. But when you talk about the body of work over time, 
with less. I mean, Tom Brady, you can kind of say he started off with a little less because of how he's gotten his opportunity. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Coach goes back and forth trying to figure out who's the guy. Before you know it, he goes in, he stays in. There's a dynasty. Aaron Rodgers, he gets, I guess you could say, the, the leftovers, so to speak, of what Brett Favre had. They win which that is pretty good. Which is, which, which is pretty good. But you look at Matthew Stafford. He didn't have none of that. Yeah, yeah, Megatron. And, 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 as much and as you want, Matthew, want to say, but let's be real. Not bad. Let's, can't say the business end of those passes. Be, but let's be real. He's got better since Megatron has been gone. Well, no, let's not say better. For, well, no, because he's, the offense has become more diverse. Well, well, yeah, like. well, I'll, I'll say that. But that's yeah. better for the quarterback because you don't have to rely on one guy. So the yeah. interception goes down, your options and the things you do on the football field. Because being a quarterback, I don't want to have to just throw it to one guy. I love yeah. having Megatron. Absolutely. But I would love to have also maybe three or four guys to where like a golden chase who's sitting plays, right here with us, right? We can call plays hey. and be as, as you know, we can, we can share the love a little bit. Yeah, I, I will say since um, Calvin's left, um, Stafford's knowledge of the game has just skyrocketed. So he's gotten better. He, he's definitely gotten better. Athletically, he's always been there. Um, but right now, his his Stafford's vision is, is incredible. I mean, the way he – the guy can throw the, throw the ball sidearm, over the top. He could probably put it in his left hand and throw it as well. I mean, he, he's fantastic there. But his knowledge of defenses and understanding – the offense and let's let's also talk about another thing since Stafford's been in the in the league he's dealt with how many offensive coordinators how many different offenses I don't care how you want to put it that that learning curve it's hard to learn a different offense every two years it's hard enough to learn one in three years so I mean there's so much responsibility that's on the quarterback shoulders learning the material figuring out how to gel with the guys figuring out what guys do well and not having a running game yeah, also trying to make sure I don't get blasted from the blind side. <laughs> I mean, there is so much weight on the quarterback's shoulders. So, man, to me, Matthew Stafford, president. You got a great one. You have a, you have a great one. Golden performance, one. which gets us to the greatness of Hershey's gold. Oh, yeah. Too bad it's not a TV show because yeah. you were styling and profiling. You're golden. I love Thank the jersey. Right, what you. do we need to know about Hershey's gold? Look, we got a great deal. We got Golden Tate here, okay? We got Hershey Gold here, and we got the Winter Olympics here. And and, and, and what I'm going to say with that is I'm expecting America to dominate. And every time America wins a gold medal, Hershey will be releasing a promotional code um, their, through their social medias and websites and, and whatnot. If you get that code er, early enough, you will receive a free Hershey Gold bar. Woo. Now... This is a full-size bar. Not the ones that you get on Halloween that's, you know, a couple <laughs> chews no and done. The You're going to get the full, real deal. And, and and as we know, Hershey's been around for 100 years, a little, little more than 100 years. And this is only the fourth flavor that they've ever released. I mean, so the product is, is great. I mean, I, I still make s'mores. And quite an honor to name it after you. It's uh, yeah, good. it's a huge honor. Got the golden I'm, jersey on? You know, it's about time gold. My name started doing something for me. Hmm. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You have a golden disposition, and we appreciate you joining us on the NFL on two. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Yep. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on two. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.